started this dance in my neighborhood. Now everybody's doing it because it feels so good. All you need is a partner that know how to move. And the rest is real easy. You just dig the groove. And when you get yourself started, it's hard to start. You just go for your partners. You know what? And then you G-R-A-B-T-A-G-M-C-A-K-E-S. Postulate just momentarily on the virtues of Junkyard Dog. I think he can sing as good as he can rap. Even you had to be impressed, Jesse. I'm not impressed. Let me tell you what. It sounded like he had a mouth full of grit spewing out at the microphone. Hey, Jesse Ventura, there is a new artist out called Derringer. Have you heard about it? That's right, and it's dedicated to me, all-American Jesse DeBody. No, 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 no. It's dedicated to Mike Rotundo and Barry Wyndham. Well, let me just say this, then Derringer should have stayed buried with rock and roll hoochie-goo. And on the contrary, Jesse Ventura, the name of the song is Real American, the artist Derringer. Ah, uh, yeah. Thank you, Mr. Junkyard Dog. Thank you. For, for your ode to sexual assaults, grab them cakes. <laughs> I mean, I'm, not, I'm still trying to figure out what cakes are. Are they hey. boobs, butts, cakes? I don't... We we were just talking about it, but uh, there's a nice uh, Piper Piper's Pit uh, <laughs> interview, which you 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 finally came to the realization that Piper. <laughs> yeah, I just came, I came to the realization. I never put it together that Piper's Pit was a play on Viper's Pit. I was just like, I never thought about it. I mean, come on. Well, I'm I'm gonna explain how stupid I am when I go into later on in my wrestling <laughs> story, but. Yeah, all I gotta say is JYD RIP. JR- we miss you, brother. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Big time. Like we were we were talking about kind of the extent of just the magnificence that is Hot Rod. Like the dude can actually act and he, he deserve got- Roddy Piper seriously deserved better than the movies yeah. he was in in the nineties. He's directed video. He should have been a bigger star. He really should have been. When, when did They Live come out? Uh eighty seven, eighty eight, something. Well, Killed probably it. 88, yeah. Killed it. Yeah. Absolutely crushed that it. That was you... probably the last good John Carpenter movie. Oh, yeah. It might have been, yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised that's not, with all the way the world is now and Trump and everything, how could that movie not been remade? Because they've remade practically every other John Carpenter Maybe movie. John Carpenter, well, oh, I was kidding. Never mind. I was going to say, maybe John Carpenter actually has that on lockdown, but apparently not. No, his whole attitude is like, Give me a paycheck, and you can do whatever the fuck yeah. you want. That, he said that. He's like, 
pay me, and I don't give a fuck. Do what you want. Yeah. You know, my movie still exists, so I don't give a fuck. That's true. And it proves it, it's, that pans out because all the reboots of his movies are sucked. But It know. just goes to show how great John Carpenter was. Well, he was on a hell of a role from the late 70s to like the mid-80s. Yeah. I mean, I could easily see some of the roles that Kurt Russell played in John Carpenter movies being replaced with uh, Rod, Ron, Ron Rod. I always get him confused with Ronnie. Ronnie, Ronnie Rowdy Piper. Rod. Rowdy, Rowdy. Piper. Rowdy, Rowdy. It's too much of a tongue twister for me. My mouth's too stupid. I can't do it. Well, hot I'll, rod. We'll get you through it. Hot rod, that's fine. Hot rod. And it reminds me of hot dogs, which is just <laughs> easy to remember. <laughs> okay. so, so whenever I think about rod, Rowdy, Rowdy, Rod Piper, I just think of hot dogs, hot rod. Okay. There we well, go. Well, Griff, you know, you've known for years that. Piper's my favorite wrestler of all time. But you, did you ever know how I became a Roddy Piper fan? Dude, I I don't. Because, like, even my recollection, it's like I knew he was awesome. The kilt, but that's all I remember. All right, well, you got to bear with me. I'm going to have to do some exposition to explain this story. Okay. <clears throat> when I was a kid, I had no idea about wrestling at all. Like, little kid. Okay. Wrestle because at this because I mean that's why I need to explain. This. I'm sure like we got a lot of wrestling fans who listen to this show, but for the ones who don't, I'm going to give a little bit of wrestling history just so you know what I'm talking about. One time before, like when you were watching wrestling, Vince, yeah. it was WCW and WWF. Yeah, so, I got on board, and that's all it was, and that's all it was. And there was, I guess, there was ECW too, but they were kind of like low rent kind Dude, of. Dude, getting to watch some like ECW events when I really got started in wrestling was like watching scramble porn. It was the yeah, best it was, thing it ever. Was it was crazy. Well, so I had, I had no idea about wrestling because at, at, when I was a little kid, it was, there were territories. Yes. So basically the whole country was chopped up in these little kind of like kingdoms of wrestling. And the whole idea was like, like the WWF was had all like New York and New England area, and you were you stayed out of their. T- they had a gentleman's agreement. You stayed out of my territory, yeah. and they would exchange wrestlers. And I think this is the how wrestling should be, because yeah. nowadays when a wrestler gets stale in WWF, he's got nowhere to go. You just go if you when you got stale, you just leave and go to another territory, yeah, and re- like reinvent yourself, or you would just show up as yourself. And people hadn't seen you in forever, so it was right. like exciting. And I remember even when I was a kid watching wrestling. Like when Ric Flair showed up at the WWF, that was exciting. And now it's like, it's like Jim Cornette says the best. How can I miss you when you never leave? Exactly. And so I, I think the territories are the best. And we, so Detroit had a territory. Uh, and the, I think the Sheik, yes, the Sheik, not the Iron Sheik, but the original Sheik, who was like a crazy motherfucker. And he like, <laughs> and like I guess he was like super like keeping it real, like. I get the, the term is kayfabe is what they use in wrestling. Yeah. Oh, there's this whole lingo, and I'll try to explain it as I go along if I use any of the words. So it basically means you pretend wrestling is real outside of the ring. Yes, and he so because in like when his character like I don't think he'd even speak English, but uh-huh. of course he could. So when like he'd be like kind of pay phone like talking to somebody, and somebody would walk by and he, he would start talking <laughs> like in whatever like whatever he's supposed to be from like right. and, and like he would do crazy shit. And this like is that. at a time before people just had a phone to record him and be like, "Hey, I caught Sheik talking English." Right. Fucking shattered my universe. And his nephew is Sabu from ECW. Oh, nice. And. So Detroit had a uh, territory, but I, I grew up, I was my grandma, my mom, and two older sisters. So there's no wrestling on the TV yeah. when I grew up. So I, so if it was around when I was a kid, I, I, I was born in the mid-70s. So if it was around, still around, I have no recollection of it. So I didn't know anything. I, I guess I knew what wrestling was because I, like the Bugs Bunny takes on a wrestler and yeah. one thing, but I'd never seen it. Okay, so I'll lay that groundwork for you. <laughs> so 
<laughs> so, That's some good foundation. When I was like in like I think third or fourth grade, there used to be back in the day in the mall there'd be these kiosks that would get you get iron on shirts. Yes, yeah, yeah. and still, like they didn't have, still they, exist. Well, they do the iron on ones. I'm pretty sure they do because these are like the shitty ones that would like you'd you'd, yeah. you'd wash them and they crack and all that shit. Yeah, no, we're, I'm wearing one right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you would you had they had these big books of all the iron ons. Yeah, so. I, I found I I thought because I'm you know white trash I thought this was super fucking cool <laughs> it was like a Black Panther hey, head hey, hey. it was it was a Black Panther head and I was like wow that's fucking badass I got to get that T-shirt I want to just make you feel a little better about this is it worse than airbrush shirts <laughs> no it's not worse there than you go because that's the thing that was big when I was growing up <laughs> well anyway so I I got uh, is a black it was I think Alex had like some Japanese lettering of super classy. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like so it was like a black panther head so i got it like in school and these kids are like oh man you they're like roddy piper man you saw and i'm like i didn't know what the fuck they were talking about i didn't know who i was like who the fuck's roddy piper like you like roddy piper and so i looked into so we, we finally got cable and i looked into it and roddy piper used to wear the same exact shirt with oh, a black panther on it holy shit i might have to put that up on twitter as panther before yeah. he had the hot rod shirt it was just a black panther shirt okay <laughs> so i watched it and i was like and this is when he was doing the thing with cindy lopper like there was this is what made <laughs> you don't remember this at all no okay what happened was cindy lopper did a video, her girls just want to have fun video with Captain Lou Albano, who was Great the song. manager at the time. He was a, used to be a wrestler. He was a manager at this time. Fat dude. He had like rubber bands like pierced on his face. He was super weird. And she, Cindy Lauper, got involved with wrestling through that because he was in the WWF. So I think it started out, she had like a female wrestler, Wendy Richter, and she fought Fabulous Moolah, who had been champ for like 30 oh, years. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then for somehow that turned into her getting involved with Hulk Hogan and Roddy Piper. Because Roddy Piper came in in the territory. Okay. And so Roddy Piper was like, yo, rock sucks and all this shit. And like, I think he actually, <laughs> I, I almost sent it to you, but it was a very long promo. There's one where he missed, like he kicks Cindy Lauper and he's like, I'll hit a woman. I don't give a shit. <laughs> because, <laughs> but, but that was what was, so I was like. Holy shit, this guy's awesome! Because yeah. you know me, I'm a, I'm a, I'm the heel of this show. Like, yeah. I'm a natural born heel, which is what they call bad guys in wrestling, and baby faces are the good guys. So they, so I was like, wow, this guy's awesome. Fuck, I do like this guy. Yeah. I don't care. I never got into Hulk Hogan. Like, isn't was, that isn't that weird how that happens? Like you, the universe just like drew you to that fucking uh, Black Panther shirt, right? That's amazing. It was fate, dude. Exactly. And so, yeah, and like... I mean, you're wearing a Hydra shirt right now. Yes. (laughs) And so, like, I was never in Hulk Hogan. I'm not... This is my... I think think you agree with me about this when it comes to patriotism. I love my country. I'm not in love with my country. Yeah. So I always get queasy about people like super... And 80s was super patriotic decade. Yeah. And so Hulk Hogan always turned me off. His real American shit shticked. So I was like, fuck, yeah, I like this guy. So I like, so I went back and I said, I need to know more about this guy. So they used to have these videos, Coliseum videos. <laughs> and we went to Videomatic at Kego Harbor. It was our video store. And I'd rent these. And then this is what cemented me. And actually, it's kind of awful why I became a fan. Because in like today's standards, this is horrible what happened. Yeah. But it was the, the dreaded... Jimmy Superfly Snuka, uh, Roddy Piper, Piper's Pit. So Jimmy Snuka, if you don't know, he was like 
he I think he was Fijian, but like Samoan. He's like a Pacific Islander, basically. And Roddy Piper <laughs> is like the evil bad guy, and he was super fucking evil. Like the pe- wrestlers now aren't evil at all. This was no. like it, it, he was like so. He, so he's interviewing. So like Jimmy Snook has got the, he's got like the sarong type thing. Like they were. He's like he's all like Pacific Islander up. Yeah, you yeah. know. I think he had Puka shell necklace or some <laughs> oh, shit. Geez. I'm not even joking. I think he did. Uh, and Roddy Piper, because he's he's getting heat, which means like pissing people off. He's doing his job. He's yeah. a bad guy. So he comes out because he's a Pacific Islander. He brings out some coconuts oh. and some bananas. Oh jeez! And he starts ripping on them. And like Jimmy, Jimmy Snuka was fucking great in the ring. Like he was a fucking madman, but he was awful on the mic. Okay. So we so, got a lot of that uh, in WWE. Yeah. Today. So Piper just starts like ripping on him, getting saying some really borderline, not even borderline, saying some racist shit. And he's like, you know, you know what, you, you need, you need, you need a coconut, and he he literally smashes a coconut over Jimmy Snuka's head. Oh, and from what I heard, it wasn't even doctored. I mean, I don't know, like who knows what happened, but that's insane, Griff, that you would break a coconut over a guy's head. You see, this is what I loved about wrestling back then compared to now, where it's like you get to WWE and you've got it made. You know, you Kardashian, you Instagram reality it up, and you, it's just. You don't even get a chance to really be a character anymore. Back then, it was like you had to fight for you did. everything. Exactly. And so I, I'm 100, 100% in the belief that that was a real fucking coconut. Because they both were probably like, hey, man, you know what would be awesome for TV? If I break this <laughs> no, fucking from what, coconut. No, from what Piper, Piper said, because it's on the internet. There, there's these things called shoot interviews where wrestlers will talk about like the behind-the-scenes shit. And they're all over YouTube. And I watch a lot of them. They're they're a lot of fun. And Piper was t- Piper, Piper was one of those weird guys. Like he was so dedicated to the business, it really pained him to do this. But he was like, "Hey, the cat's out of the bag. You know, these people are going to pay me to say it, so yeah. I'll, I'll tell." But he had a real lot of trouble, even on the interviews. Like, man, I, I. But he was like, "All right." According to him, this is what he said: Jimmy didn't know this was going to happen. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> He, sm- he said he smashed real coconut over his head, and then he rubbed like fucking bananas on his face, whipped him with his belt, and then he's like, "I'm out of here," and they left. And like Jimmy Snuka was fucking, I was you would imagine, insanely fucking angry, and he's like, <laughs> "Piper's like, he's he goes out the door and he's holding the door because he knows Jimmy Snuka's gonna kick his ass, yeah. and Jimmy Snuka's like pounding on the door." Oh, and Jesus, the shit. So oh, boy. I was like, "Holy shit, this guy's amazing." And so I was a Piper fan ever since. So then cut to a few years later. There's going to be WrestleMania in my hometown, Griff. WrestleMania 3. I grew up literally five blocks away from the Pontiac Silverdome. And it's going to be Piper's retirement match. Oh, shit. So, like, I I don't know. I always knew it was kind of fake. Like, I never believed it was real. But I was kind of a Ruben off that I actually thought he was going to retire. And I think he would have if his movie career had actually taken off more than it it did. That was the same boat I was in, where it was like, when I was really interested in it, it's like, I knew a lot of it was fake, but whenever there'd be, like, the contract ends matches and you're... We're setting you a sale. I was always like, oh, my God. They're finally going to do it. Mick Foley's <laughs> going to be ex- just like, yeah. Can't right. think of a word. So I'm <laughs> like, holy shit, I have to be here. So my mom got me a ticket. Me, I got two tickets, so my sister took me there. So my mom ain't taking me to wrestling. And uh, so we got two tickets to uh, WrestleMania three. I didn't even give a fuck about Hulk Hogan versus Andre. I just wanted to see the last. I wanted to see Piper at least once in my lifetime. 
and this was going to be his last match, so I had to yeah. see it. <laughs> and so, so I'm there, and uh, I got to say, wrestling live, it's I think it's kind of like the Super Bowl in that it's it if you have shitty seats, you it's. It feels cool being there, like the energy of the crowd. Yeah. But it's a very shitty viewing experience. It was not a very good yeah. viewing experience. Because we were on... I actually... My 13-year-old ass might be on the video. I've never actually seen the video. I just saw that oh. one time live and never seen it again. We'll have to pull that up. We were right on the edge. Because they had the, the, the walkway. They had these like carts that they had the wrestlers on. And they would go down in these carts. And I was right on the edge of that. Like... They had the like seat right on the where they had the barrier, yeah. So I could see all the wrestlers as he came out. I almost this might make you jealous. I almost got a high five. Almost got a high five from Tom Zink. Do you remember who Tom Zink is? No, <laughs> he's nobody. He was part of the Can Am connection with Rick Martel. He's a Canadian American oh. uh, team, and I was like, he was coming down because he actually came down. He didn't go into the card. He was walking down and he slapped some fucker put his hand out in front of my hand and got the high five. Stole my high five. Stole your high five. And so, yeah, so I'm like, I'm excited. Piper, he's fighting Adrian Adonis, who at that time his gimmick was he was gay. It was somebody. <laughs> I can't imagine how bad they hammered him back in the 80s. Well, that's the thing. Adrian Adonis used to be his gimmick. Used to be he was a tough New York biker dude. Okay. And I heard that he was getting punished by Vince McMahon, so they gave him a gay guy gimmick. That sounds so he was, about right. So he was adorable, Adrian Adonis. And he was a huge fat. He was like Dusty Rhodes. He had the big fat man titties. Yeah. Fat dude. And so they were going to fight. And I was bummed out because Piper actually ran down too, but he didn't shake anybody's hands. He just ran down the thing. It was an all, it was a very quick match. I don't even. I think the match lasted a few minutes. It, it inter, but it introduced because it was a hair match, uh-huh. and it introduced Brutus the Barber Beefcake because he came out and cut Adrian Adonis's hair off. And so it was a very forgettable match. I mean, the best match everyone says it was Macho Man Savage and Ricky Steamboat, and that was the best match. But the what sucked about it was okay. The Silver Dome, I mean, you've been in there before. The Silver Dome had, like, it was like a canvas-type, like, dome. It yeah. wasn't, like, metal or anything. And the whole point was it was, like, sunlight could go through yep. it. So you didn't have to use, like, lighting during the day for the football games, or at least a lot of lighting. So but that sucked because they had the big TV screens. Because I was about... Oh, they drove I was on out. the Yes, I was on the floor, but I was probably about two-thirds of the way back from the ring, so and, I couldn't see shit. Yeah. You could just see some me. So for the first half of WrestleMania, the light is just shining on the TV. You can't see anything. That sucks. So it got, I mean, at least it got better by the time Andre and Hogan did. But yeah, so. That's good. That's how I became a Rowdy Roddy Piper. God damn, dude. Man, I think uh, now's a good time to throw it to our our friend, uh, Roddy Piper, for one of his classic I, I don't know what to call it. I think it's a Piper Pit. What bit were we going to use? A, it was just a promo. Just a promo. Promo with Mean Gene Okerlund. Oh, yeah. So, this, uh, this, hap- this was right where his feud was, right after he attacked Jimmy Snuka. So they're fighting. This is their next match. It's him versus Jimmy Snuka. Gotcha. So, so enjoy that. And when we come out on the flip, we'll be getting into, I don't know what we want to call this movie, but it, there's a lot of action, <laughs> but I don't know who got back into it. So... <laughs> We'll figure it out. So for now, Roddy Piper. Jimmy Superfly Snooker and Rowdy Roddy Piper could be settled once I and pull my all. women by the hair, man. Sure, come on. Are you afraid of a common housefly? 
Well, of course, I don't know what the... If I could... If I could nail you as down... As a common... The average common house fly, as he comes drifting down, what do you do with him? <laughs> You're trying to say that hot rod... A man that's never been afraid of nothing in his whole life. You're talking to Piper the Viper. I'm talking pure poison, man. I stepped on a dog's tail one time and the dog died, man. You're talking to the toughest individual ever in the world supposed to be afraid of the common house fly. Is this what you're telling me, compound eye of well, a fly? Among, uh, well, there's a little difference between a, uh, oh, a house fly and a, and a super fly. Oh, and a super fly. Yeah, excuse me. A super fly. What a super fly. You're talking someone that can't read, someone that can't write, someone that can't think, someone that can't even flex his muscles anymore. Someone who, when he stands up out of the bathtub, mama and the children and the dogs, everybody's got to help him and steady him because you see, the brains aren't exactly level. You see, the elevator isn't working right, the cables still aren't on the wheels no more. You see, you're talking about someone with concussion. If you put him in there, if you put him in there, he's going with a handicap, not only mentally, but physically and not only mentally and physically but he's going against me and that's a handicap in itself well all right so you'll notice this week in lieu of uh the trailer we just laid some piper for you just that nice nice piper cut it was trust me what you heard was better than the trailer yeah exactly this this get a this is the times where I'm like, Griff, maybe we should watch movies before we announce. Like, yeah. Because, you know, we like to make it interesting for us every once in a while. Yeah. And when I saw I saw some guys with Zubas in the trailer, I'm like, this has to be good. Dude, same boat. 20 minutes into this movie, you get that Zubas fight, and you're just like, this movie's going to be amazing. <laughs> yeah. Eh. Not really. Eh. It was beneath Piper. But we've been talking about it this movie starts out with the drug deal in a cemetery yeah. in the day last time we saw this was street hunter it was yep. at night it was there's, at night there's a drug deal in the cemetery that apparently it was a big thing in the 90s having drug deals in cemeteries hey i go to, i go over to the cemetery and i see all kinds of suspicious activities going on in, during the day so i stopped going during the day i go at night now cool fucking great <laughs> yeah so yeah so we start out drug deal bad guys Piper undercover. Yeah, Piper's our undercover cop. Everybody in the scene is like fifty years old, at least. At least it was like it was, it was like the cops were like elderly, the bad guys were elderly. Yeah, no one. I mean, uh, Chaka was the only one who looked like he might still be clinging. You to mean the Tommy 30s. Dreamer from ECW oh, getting back was, to wrestling? Uh, yeah, it was Tommy Dreamer. I could barely talk because of the shades. Yeah, well, that's his, his guys. So we've got we've got a few moving parts here because we got our bad guys, the drug dealers. They're going to be our bad guys throughout the movie. There's right. no bait and switch here. Uh, but then we have Piper and his crew. Cop, he's the a cops. Cop. But then we have Tybo Master Billy Blanks, loose who, cannon. He is sneaking into the scene. He's a loose cannon, and we find baggy ass clothes. Oh. There's a lot of baggy suits. He's got the baggiest of denim outfits on. And uh, you so rightly brought up the fact I didn't realize this I watched this movie three times as always yeah I am too Uh, he is a Steven Seagal character yeah he does not get touched he is that invincible he's the black Seagal he never shows a moment of weakness he's constantly kicking ass constantly in control of the situation what's even weirder is Piper gives him props at the end of the movie 
Like when they're like, hey, you're going to go off because uh, I'm going to tell the news about how there's this unstoppable force coming through, a godlike figure with yeah. great hair. Me- <laughs> we were talking about this. What, can someone please explain to us? There's something, and I think everyone agrees, there's something off about Billy Blanks, but we can't figure out what it is. Like he's got this weird receding hairline, high top fade, and <laughs> and his. I don't know. He's just weird. Like, the only thing I can tell you is that I found out he's dyslexic. So, <laughs> to be able to come through... That's you know, probably why he had no that, lines in this movie. That might be. Like, all of his lines are Bruce Lee grunts when he kicks people. And so, let's get back to the movie. Yeah, so, so like, there's a drug deal going on. Piper's buying the drugs. And then... And it's all set. It's all going smoothly like Piper wants it to go. Yeah. And then Billy's got to come fuck it up. Like, yeah. he's got his denim outfit on, and he's, like, snapping people's necks and shit, like, sneaking up, snapping necks. Yeah. Because his sister, Tara, who's a fucking pain in the ass and is a cause for all the trouble throughout this whole movie and never fucking acknowledges <sighs> it, never feels bad about it. You know, it reminds me, I, I have to derail for a minute here. We're in Oakland County. We're not quite Rockland County over in New York, but we're dealing with a little bit of an epidemic of measles spreading throughout. Tara is basically our anti-vaxxer of the movie. She's just like, <laughs> I got the measles. I don't care. Right. Writing it like fucking crazy. And so she's causing all this mayhem because she's dating one of the hoods, the drug dealers. It's a Romeo and Juliet story. It, very time. Romeo and Juliet. And Billy is like, no, man, you can't be dating this guy. Like, he breaks, snaps a neck, jumps in the, like, a car that she's in with her boyfriend. Yeah. He's like, you're coming with me. No, these are my friends. I love these guys. So she starts a ruckus. The, the drug dealers notice, and they're like, oh, it's a setup. It's a setup. So then hell breaks loose. Viper's pit turns into Piper's pit, and he's got to calm everything down, shoot 15 people in the face, but he loses his partner in the meanwhile. Well, this is what I thought was odd. His partner gets shot 50 times. Yes. But doesn't kill him. What kills him is Chaka (laughs) maliciously slashes his his partner's throat. Yeah, he gets out. He's got... This is really cool. I like this. Uh, I want to get one of these. But he had a hair comb, you know, the flip switchblade. Yeah. Half comb, half knife. So he combed his hair, and then he slit his throat. It's pretty cool. I thought, I thought it was a bayonet knife. I don't know why. Yeah. It, was, it was weird. But yeah, so Chaka kills. Because you got to. This is a movie. You got to have a partner and get killed. Yeah, you need a motivation. Although, again, Piper never. He, like, is constantly at a soft boil. He never goes over. Yeah, which is funny because he was known as a fucking nut out, yeah. nut, nut job in the wrestling world. But yes, you're right. He's, he's acting, Griff. Yeah. And, and he's, so he's, really he's, he's hiding behind a tombstone. There's bullets flying everywhere. And he's like, no, partner. I don't remember partner's name. <laughs> and Robert. And then, like, Chaka's like, ha-ha. And I, I don't know why his boss is pissed, because they make out like bandits. They get the drugs back and the money. Yeah. Because they get the money that Piper had. Yeah. Everything went really well. Billy grabs his sister and takes off. And then, like, then, the, then we meet Helen, the love interest, kind of, for Piper. Yeah. You know, you can tell they're on and off relationship. Yeah, it was weird. Because she's always like, he just wants to have a nice relationship, but she's always using his connections and, like, is a cop to, like, get news stories and scoops and yeah. telling shit that he's not supposed to be, like, not be, get out. She gets him in trouble so much because she's always, like, putting him on the spot. He's not good with words. He's a man of action. He's an undercover cop. He's not supposed to be on the fucking cameras <laughs> delivering messages for the police when he's undercover. Right. And then, so Billy... And his name, his character's name is actually Billy. So yeah, <laughs> we're not yeah. forgetting. You won't. You didn't forget his name. It's really Billy. I know. I was like, I think you got his name wrong. Yeah, I, Piper's Frank, 
And so he gets her to his home, to his apartment. We get some little exposition because okay. we, we learn that Billy is the special forces. Super special forces. And I, I, a very 80s moment. He's like, I got to change. Takes his shirt off, puts it on a giant tank top, one of those like super deep yeah. fucking neck tank tops. Where half of his six pack is poking out above it. His sister explained, like, this is a beautiful apartment. And let's just assume they're in. And he's a taxi driver. And she's giving him shit about it. I know. He's got this beautiful house downtown everywhere. <laughs> it's just. Hell, frog town, I think. Is what yeah. it was. <laughs> and she's giving him shit. And he's like, you're dating drug dealers. Yeah, you have a job, bitch. Like, I'm paying you your bills. And yeah. And he's like, I'm keeping you in like finest denim a woman could wear. <laughs> And she's giving him shit. She's like, I like that guy. He's he's cool. He took you to a drug deal. Yeah. So she's and she's an idiot. She's yeah. She's an anti vaxxer. So so we've got we got their tension. We got the Helen and uh, uh, Frank. Helen and Frank. His name was Frank. Yes, it was Frank. <laughs> I, it's written right here. Frank. I don't read that. Fucking ass. But now we got to see the tension with Shaka and his bosses because they fucked up the drug deal. But they didn't because... Win-win. Yeah, it's like, what did we fuck up? And they're like, kill that woman. Yeah, they they know about the woman. They know about... what, what's that? Tara. Tara. What's her boyfriend's name? Do we know that? Who cares? Let's call Romeo. him Leonard. Leonard? Okay. Yeah. He looks like a Leonard. So Leonard, you know, he, he's, he fucked up. She got away. It's no big deal. Don't worry yeah. about it. And they're like, no, we're going to get her. We're going to kill her. You got to kill her. Why? I don't know, because that's what bad guys do. Yeah. So Piper, he's he just saw his partner die. He's just seeing a lot of shit. He's got to go to a bar, man. Yeah, Let's you, let off some yeah. steam. You got to let off some steam. Ricky Steamboat. And he's there with Helen, and she's like, come on, tell me what happened. He's like, look, I can't. This is an ongoing investigation. She starts blowing her, you know, giving him attitude, and he gets in her face. And he's like, look, when you have a bad day, a camera breaks. When I have a bad day, my partner gets shot 45 times, gets his throat slit, gets his tongue pulled out, gets wow. fucking Colombian Colum- necktie to a tree, and then I saw him shit himself. Wow. Insult to injury. Uh, and she's just like, turns white, and she's just like, well, the next drink's on me? So while that's going on, Billy, fucking isn't Tara's stupid ass. She's like she leaves. She, the she apartment. ran away from the apartment. First of all, everybody wants to kill these guys now. Yeah, and she's just like fucking anti-vaxxing all over the place. <laughs> and she's like, I'm like, I have a case of the measles. I'm gonna go to the bar and give everybody measles. I do like when uh, she escapes from Billy's house. He's going to the bathroom or something. Leaves the door open, and he's like, Hey, can you turn the TV up? She doesn't turn it up, and he comes out. He's like, hey, what the hell? She's gone. <laughs> she made it to the bar mm. in one second flat. Yeah, and it's like daytime, and it's nighttime when she gets to the bar. Yeah. It's weird. And so she's with her buddy, Leonard, and he busts in. He's like, what the fuck? What are you doing? Yeah. And like, uh, I think the lady likes to be with us. You can fuck off, Billy. So Billy just fucking roid rages out and starts murdering everybody yeah. in the bar. Again. They don't give him lines, yes. so his lines are kicking people and going, hoo, hoo. and just wearing the 
baggiest denim you could find. You got to stay loose when you're fucking, you know, well, kicking Chuck Norris that much. doesn't. His action pants are tight as shit. <laughs> well, the, we've discussed <laughs> to an insane amount how Chuck's brother actually helps him kick. So, oh, okay. I mean. There was no wire work with Billy. No wire work with Billy. And so Billy's just basically murdering people. And, like, Piper's like, oh, I'm a cop. I guess I have to Yeah, Helen's like, well, aren't you going to help? So Piper finally, he does, like, a triple shot. And then, like like every superhero comic book, when superheroes meet, they must fight first, yes, and then and then team up, yes. So Piper and Billy go at it. It's going back and forth. Yeah, he immediately pulls a gun on him, and he's like, "Look, I'm a cop. You need to calm the fuck down. I'm gonna take you in with me. We're gonna have a nice talk." And Billy does his dyslexic processing, and it's just like, "I need to punch this man in the throat and steal his gun." So that's what he does. And then we have a crazy fight. This is like the only time Billy really gets put on his ass because Piper clotheslines him. That's right. Which was fucking awesome. Piper did a lot of wrestling moves in this yeah. movie. But he still gets away. Cops finally show up. Yeah. And Billy just does his ninja shit and just disappears. Yeah. He's, he really knows how to go back to the shadows. So you damn right. He <laughs> and so the cops, they grab Piper. They racial profile him. They said, you're Canadian. <laughs> And they start beating the shit Wait, out of him. Wait, he's a Canadian playing a Scot? Yeah. You didn't know that? <laughs> no. Yeah, he has, he has that thick Canadian accent, you know? He's like, I, You know, now that you say it, yeah, it's yeah. very obvious. And so he, like, pummels the shit out of Piper and, like, handcuffs them. He's like, I'm a cop. I got a badge in my my pants. Pulls it out. He's like, I thought you were happy to see me. And he's he, like, I he's, just wanted to grab them cakes. <laughs> and he's like, all right, you can leave. Sorry, my bad. So now we're going to get to easily the most... What we thought was uh, going to be the most exciting part of the movie. Uh, no, I think this is the most exciting part oh, of the movie. God, it didn't say a lot about the movie. Yeah, Maybe exactly. you just call it a night. I was going to say a total bait and switch. I want to... Yeah. Uh, smoke and mirrors. It, it, you see this scene, you're just like, yeah, this movie's you're fucking like, great. Yeah, this this has to be it. And S- no. So Billy gets a hold of his sister again. Yes. Takes him back. Takes her back home. So she's sleeping on the couch. He's, you know, sleeping, sleeping in his bedroom. In his waterbed. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he wakes up to screams. She's being captured. And uh, who's at the door? Twin. <laughs> they look like the guitar player from uh, Dragon Sound from yeah. Miami Connection. They got the mullet and the oh, mustache. Oh, call. And they got the gigantic tank tops, deep cut fucking necklines tucked into the Zubaz fucking sweet ass Zubas and you're like oh it's on it's they, yeah they look like they're gonna be formidable opponents no, but I no. mean Billy Blanks comes out and tops both of them yeah he's in and like, he doesn't even have a Nang Chen tail he no. does, I don't know what's going on with he's in some kind of I should have come up with a hair but sorry I just feel like it he, he comes out in some kind of like magic Mormon underwear it's like real he's tight he's got that super tight boxer briefs so. yeah it goes like to his belly button and then just above his kneecap it's like just he's got ooh, very form fitting and he just proceeds to murder these guys these guys get no anything he literally murders them he throws a guy out a window yeah I mean I think technically that would be considered that would, you're not defending yourself when you're grabbing a guy and throwing him out a window and murdering him <laughs> Because these guys don't have guns or anything. And I think one guy's like, I quit. And he's like, I don't care. And he punches in the face and his head explodes. Dude, it, it was brutal. And then, of course, you know, next day, Piper, of course, has to come check out the fucking crime scene. Helen, that fucking vulture, she's there. It's an absolute crime scene. 
There's like got the chalk outline outside where the body had fallen. Yeah, and blood where the head was. And Helen's like, "Give me an interview. Give me an interview." And he's like, "About what? There's some crazy fucking nut on the streets throwing people through windows. What do you want me to tell you?" And he's, she's like, "Got it." Well, no, he's like, "All right, I will." And he gives a very bland. He's like, "Yeah, there's an ongoing investigation. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> Thank you." And she's like, "Good, got it." And then so while that's going on, we're like, "Well, where's where's Billy at?" Billy and Tara. Well, apparently, Billy, he learned his kung fu from an old Jewish man. Is that why? Yes, that was his sensei. His old, and he's, like, really hamming up. Oh, he's got the fucking yarmulke on. It's, like, super, like, I'm Jewish. Hey, you can stay here. So he lets him stay at his, his apartment or whatever. I, I don't know what that fucking was. It was like a warehouse. Uh, I think it was a callback to Schindler's, Schindler's List or something because it was, like, a fucking crazy steam room attic. So it was... Or like, uh, no, it's kind of like um, Anne Frank. Yeah. That, that's, <laughs> and so he's like, we're even. You know, because, you know, the not, the Christians hid Anne Frank. Right. Yeah. I got to let this dog out. She's got to poop. Okay. So, gee, thanks. I don't want to talk about this movie. Yeah. So we go back to uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Uh, Kazajian. He's, he's even more pissed off because he lost his favorite Zubo-wearing henchman. So he's just like, that fucker needs to die. Oh, God. They had- I want his head on my piano <laughs> by the end of the day. That had to be like his nephews or something. Probably. How much coke did they do before they broke in? I don't know. Okay. Well, they did have a giant bag of Coke, thanks to Chaka. Yeah, exactly. And so Billy, he's on the warpath. He's like, how about just fucking hide out? How about leave the fucking city, Billy? No. no. He's like, he goes to a bar, another bar, and he just starts like, hey, take off the... the, the uh, you got a hit on my sister? Yeah. No, nah, that ain't going to work for me. And he just starts beating these mulleted guys up. He's like, he's like, because it's like Dr. Car- uh, Dr. Car- Mr. Carsagian owns all the sports bars in, in Frogtown. So he comes to the sports bar and he starts to, sm- the guys, they're like, hey, who are you again? And he starts, wow, and then kicks a guy in the face. Really? It's like, no, tell him your name. And they're like, who are you again? And he just like kicks another guy. Do you like, want a, another glass of water? Kicks that guy. He's fucking And so crazy. he just murders everybody. Thankfully, there's a giant pile of cardboard boxes outside of the bar. <laughs> and he throws some guys in. They don't Convenient. get hurt too bad. I like to know. This is, like this a is basically all Billy does for the whole movie. He just ran, goes on a rampage attacking people. Yeah. I mean, he really should Maybe Garcagian would like to talk and be like, all right, we can work this out. And he's like, no, I'm going to kill all you guys. Yeah. I mean, yeah, for why, why not? So, so this is like I said, this is all Billy does in the movie. So this is his like third like gang ass beating. Yeah, and of and, course, Taro's already run away. Goes so, to her boyfriend's apartment, and I, I this might was this was a later scene. It had to be a later scene when he fucking uh, like pulls out a gun. It was just like I gotta kill you. <laughs> no, that was the scene because she shows up at his apartment. I'm th- I'm guessing. Yeah. I don't know what this was. And he's sitting in a room, and he's he's got a pillow. She's thinking he's just hiding a boner, but he's hiding a gun. Oh, jeez. And he pulls the pillow away. He's like, I have to kill you. He's like, you wouldn't do that. You're right. And he just throws the gun away, and they start banging. Yeah, she was just like, go ahead. To die at your hand would be thou privilege. 
Yeah, it's straight from from Shakespeare. <laughs> Any of our British uh, listeners, you can proof that for us, right? Uh, okay. So, so now uh, Billy's insane with bloodlust. He's like, he's like, I got to kill more people. <laughs> Still insane. With so he's blood looking lust. for Chaka. Chaka loves to go underneath the overpass to watch these chicken like. Car car things. They play chicken. Frogtown's got a great underground racing scene. Yeah, well, it's not racing. They just play chicken. They just go, they charge at each other and whoever. And this seems like a very unsafe thing to do because people are like standing right on like a long. No, they're forming a runway. Right. If you're like playing chicken, I don't think I'd want to be. Yeah, that like close for to a cars. drag race, that makes sense. But if you're playing chicken, smash it. No. And Billy, he's a special forces guy. He knows what to do. He. Breaks another guy's neck. This guy, he was taking a piss. Well, actually, he was miming taking a piss because his pants weren't even down. Yeah. But I guess that's what you do on these kind of occasions. You just pretend you're peeing. Yeah. Maybe he's got a weak bladder. He's scared. He's like, I can't, you know. Yeah. He's working the courage up to pee on a, that might be on a piece of garbage. He's probably murmuring to himself. So Billy just kills this guy and takes his fucking hoodie. And he's like, perfect disguise. Puts the hood up. Oh. And so... We get a nice scene. I guess they had money to blow up a car. So we get the scene where the guys are playing chicken. There happens to be a ramp on the side. So the car goes on the ramp, flips over, explodes. <laughs> and then uh, fucking uh, Billy is like, I have to murder somebody. I, I got the bloodlust watching those people die in that car wreck. Yeah. So he goes after Chaka and Chaka's boys, like 50 guys come out. Yeah. Billy's just like taking them off. Yeah, they're coming in one at a time because they have some kind of honor. It's. And until fucking the big show, another wrestler, it wasn't really a big show, but he was like a big tall dude comes out. <laughs> and this is, I think, the only time where Billy kind of struggles because the guy's seven feet tall. Yeah, well, he's beaten up 45 people at this point. He's been fighting for 20 minutes straight. And now uh, Giant, as I first got used to him uh, in WCW, a.k.a. Right, the big he, show. He was the son of the Giant. Yeah. Um <laughs> Came out and uh, you know he's just like, How about you fight me. So they fight for like a minute, and Billy realizes, you know, I brought the wrong streetwear with me. Right, so my pants are a little too tight. Yeah, he's like, my shoes aren't quite tight enough, so I'm gonna go over here now. So he squirms out of the fight and he takes off, scales a fence in a minute. He still has plenty of agility. It was just the shoes, guys. It was just right. the shoes. And he he starts to run away when I think our 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 our, our friend uh, Rod, Rod, Rod Roddy, Dog <laughs> Roddy Piper Rod. just happens to be in the area. Maybe he was coming over to watch the 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 chicken matches. I don't know. He might he might like to sit on the overpass, look over, and just watch and the drink fights. a beer and just watch people kill I mean, each other. He's undercover. He, he happened to be there, and like Billy's like, oh great, jumps in his car, let's go. So this is. Griff's favorite part of any movie. We get a car chase. <laughs> and they just they just chase their cars. I can't I can't explain it anymore. There's Dude, nothing there's I will say the time. bad guys had some crazy ass like they talk about airbrush t shirts, they had some airbrush cars. They had like spray paint on their cars. Yeah. And they, they eventually like go behind a different factory. Yes. They square off. They're having like a showdown. Shootout. Yeah. And uh, you know, Fucking Frank. Well, 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 Frank's like, you ever used one of these? Yeah. Billy's he, like, bitch. He I was hands born a stranger a gun. Yeah. Well, hey, man, he's, he's your fucking friend when it's a shootout. Good point. And so he just takes the gun, and Billy's just like, pop, 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 pop. He's just like shooting everyone with one shot, dead yeah. center in the forehead. 
and Piper's just hiding behind like some garbage cans. And then we got a helicopter flying overhead, capturing everything. Yes, police. Oh, I, it was. I guess it was a, a, a newscopter. It had to be a newscopter yeah, because got, it was on the news that so night. So they got the fucking spotlight on it, and they're getting everything, and it breaks up the thing. I guess because next thing we know, Piper's in bed with Helen. Yeah, he's like, "Whoo, that was a hell of a gunfight." Yeah, and she's like, "You know." I noticed there was somebody else in that gunfight because they're watching the the newscast and he's like, nobody. I guess nobody knew about Billy. Woo! I'm in the clear. <laughs> and she's like, Oh, I knew about Billy, but I'm covering for you because I know he's a vigilante and who doesn't love a vigilante, right? And he's like, Cops, because we have to clean up their fucking mess. And he's like, You got a good point. <laughs> and Piper's just chilling. He's wearing a towel. He's really relaxed at yeah. Helen's. He is looking really relaxed. Th- this is, again, why he's always at a soft boil. He never goes over the top. It's because he's got, he's got Helen to calm down. We're so used to the uh, like our protagonist's uh, uh, female companion getting captured and that being a motive, but not in this movie. Right, and she's like, I'm really interested in this Billy guy. I, I don't know how she found out he had a sister, but she did. Maybe Piper told her. I don't know yeah. how Piper found out. I guess they were they had a, they had a little heart to heart while they were in that car chase. And Maybe. so she's like, "I'm gonna go look for that sister because I think she knows what's going on." He's like, "Stay out of it." And she's like, "No, I think I'm gonna do that." Of course, she's like, "I'm gonna I'm gonna dive deeper." And and so while that's going on, we haven't had Billy murder anybody in probably five minutes. Five minutes. We got near. Roddy Piper grab him cakes going on, but you know, we got to get back to Billy. So Billy shows up at the massage parlor owned by uh, Mr. Kazajian, just murdering people left and right. Nobody's stopping him. The Terminator couldn't stop him. He's just kicking people in the face, kicking them in the dick, kicking them in the fucking knees. He's all over the place. He's destroying everybody, throwing them through those Japanese paper walls. Did you say kick them in the dick yet? Yeah. Oh, okay. No, I think I said balls, but he kicked him in the he dick. He got him in the well. dick, too. And he grabs one guy and, like, call off this hit on my sister. And they're like, I don't know what you're talking about. Who are you? Who are you? I'm the guy with fucking denim on, motherfucker. <laughs> and then he just snaps the guy's neck. I don't remember what he did. And then he says, well, I'm I'm going to tag my sister's name on everything now. So he just writes Tara on the wall, ruins like this beautiful like mural they had in the passage parlor, yeah. of, like a Japanese flower garden. Beautiful. And that's it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, so now we got to join what what's Frank old Piper up Frank's to? like he's he's going to be getting chewed out by his boss. Is he? Yeah, he gets chewed out by his boss and he's like Bitch, I'm about to take you off this Cassation case. You're too, you're in it too deep. They keep and, telling- he, and he's like, um, my partner did get murdered, and they're like, yeah, so that's part of why you're in too deep. You you can't think about this rationally. Again, he's at a soft boil. He's, and again, again, part Piper Frank totally rational through the whole movie. He f- is so <laughs> rational. And so he's, he's actually he, doing police work. He he really is, and, and so to prove it. That footage from the other night with the helicopter is on, and Frank's uh, chief sees it, and he's just like, wow, Frank, you really are growing. All right, you're still on the case, but take it easy. First thing Piper does, fucking finds Kasajian, sneaks into his house. Yeah. He's like hanging out at a he's dark going to the room. head of the snake. 
Yeah, he's in a dark room getting his acupuncture treatment because Asian. Oh yeah, and so he's got his Asian master like. And then he's like, oh, that feels so great. Because I think he's getting it because he wants to stop smoking. Because he's mentioning about smoke disappears or says something like that. Yeah, okay. And so Piper, like, walks up and goes, beat it, you know, guy. And he starts jabbing the guy really hard with the, the needles. And Stacey goes, hey, that's not how you do it. And he turns <laughs> around. Frank, what are you doing here? And he's like, oh, uh, I want, what was he doing? Dude, he was just there to fuck shit up. And he, and then, but so Chaka, unbeknownst to him, Chaka sneaks up on him, Tommy Dreamer, and he's got a folding chair. No, and he hits him <laughs> over the head, and they and then then they bust out a straight up wrestling move. Pump Piper actually bulldogs the dude, which is a wrestling nice. move, puts him in the headlock, and then dives down, and pounds his head in the ground. Fuck yeah, that's right, he did. And then they take it out to the fucking patio. Throws the dude on the grill, lights his balls on fire. God damn. Destroying Chaka. Finally, we can see Piper kick some ass. Finally. And, it's, of course, he's like, I'm taking you in. Because cause he saw him kill his partner. Yeah. And, of course, you have the classic lawyer scene next, or the lawyer's like, he ain't got nothing on him. <laughs> And then he does that little. He walks away and does a little bye bye like yeah, hand thing. over the. Oh, that was that was good. That <laughs> yeah. was good. That was so good. So, hey, it's been ten minutes. It's been ten minutes. Billy hasn't killed anybody. This yet. movie is called Back in Action for a reason. Let's get <laughs> back in action. So there's a there's an illegal uh, poker game going on with all of the underlings of Kasajian playing. And Billy, this wow, I was surprised because Billy just says, "I'm just gonna kill. I'm gonna shoot people. I'm not even gonna fight this one." Oh, really? Yeah. So he's just standing outside the room, oh, and he starts right. firing in, randomly into the the room. You see him outside, like do some calculations <laughs> based on how you're hearing voices, and then he he's shoots, like Daredevil, man. Yeah, he shoots through the wall. He fucking hits everybody, like eight people in the head. One of the bullets ricochets and hits another guy. What it's like fuck? he's just he's just. He's what showing off now. What the fuck? And but he doesn't kill anybody. But he does say, "I'm only going to leave one of you guys alive." Oh, this was good. This and was actually good. So the so of course these are rat fink motherfuckers. Dude decides to shoot all his buddies because he wants to live. Yeah. And good to fucking his word. Uh, Billy does not kill the guy. Yeah, he comes in and he's just like, "I'm trying to find Tara," and they're like, "Who's Tara?" <laughs> He's like, that's basically it. I don't think anyone gives a fuck about Tara. No. And so... I think he gets information about where uh, Leonard Well, because Tara disappeared, but he doesn't know. He thinks she got kidnapped, but she yeah. is at her boyfriend's place. Yeah. So that's why he's freaking out, because she's a dumb bitch. You can't just call him and say, okay. hey, I'm at my boyfriend's. So she's looking. he's looking for, like, Kaza or... Kasajian. Uh, Kasajian or uh, Chaka. Or Chaka, maybe. right. And so, once again, this fucking anti-vaxxer, if this could just be settled with a phone call. Settled with a All phone these call. people died because of fucking Tara. God damn it. And so, Piper shows up, Helen shows up again, the, the, this scene of this crime. And he's, I don't know, I, I, don't, I think he's, I don't know what he says at this scene. Dude, I don't know. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't. So, but what, but what does matter is his boss finally says, "You're off. You're off. You're in way too deep." Yeah, and and he's like, "You better not go vigilante on me, buddy." <laughs> just straight up, he's just doing his job, and his boss is like, "You better not go vigilante on me." 
So he didn't even take his gun and bag. While that's going on, Helen, she's got a lot of underground sources that give her like news and what's going on in the underworld. So she puts it out. She's like, I'm looking for this Tara girl. Fortunately, Skeeter, her midget homeless lady friend. <laughs> I completely missed her. Spots. I don't know how, well, she was small. He spots. She was like, hey, lady, can I have a quarter for my crack? And then Tara, like, Tara's walking into a bar. That's all she does. And she gives her a quarter. And she uses it very economically. She uses that quarter to call Helen, who's going to give her oh. real money. And she's like, hey, this is your midget friend, Skeeter. She actually says this is Skeeter. And she's like, I know where Tara is. And she's like, yes, I got it. You know, Helen, like, high fives herself. Yeah. And she runs out. She's got to get this interview, man. Man. So I, for the first time in our notes, I actually wrote a recap because I was so bored by this movie that when I try to think back on it after pausing it like an hour in, I couldn't remember what happened. So here's here's the score score track here. Tara's with her boyfriend eluding her brother. Billy Blanks has been hitting up all Kazashian's businesses to spread the message. She's like spray painting Tara everywhere. Yeah. Piper was taken off the Kazashian case and is about to go rogue. Right. So Piper, he's got some under uh, underground connections too. So I don't know, I don't know why he had to be at a junkyard, but he had to be at a junkyard. Yeah, I think Kasagian like no, it was a front. I think for drugs. Yeah. So he's like Kasagian or Chaka might be here. So he stakes the place out. Meanwhile, I guess and this is also I'm sure yeah this is what happens at the card game at he, the poker game yeah yeah so Billy finds out the card game where the, the same exact same thing so he shows up so he once again he just starts murdering everybody everybody get a nice junkyard scene I took my nice blurry picture of Piper during this scene junkyard dog was fucking there grabbing he's, cakes he's grabbing cakes everywhere <laughs> cakes 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 oh my god. So uh, he's just idling outside. We get all this action. Yeah, I think Piper just sits out there, lets him kill everybody because he walks in. Billy's got like a spot welder, and he's like burning Tara into like some metal. Yeah, he's, he's mixing it up, and he's like, "You're coming in with me." Yeah, and he's like, "You don't want to do that." Yeah, you want to help me? He's like. What? <laughs> and this is a moment that we kind of think I I thought it was building up to where they finally like do a nice handshake or something and next thing you know they're working together but they really don't have that moment. For the whole time they're kind of like I'm in it for this, you're in it for that, we're not helping each other. Right. So while that's going on, Tara is finally got she Helen finally finds Tara oh. and nails down that interview. So she, and, and Tara, the fucking moron that she is, she's spilling all this fucking shit to get her killed even worse. GPS locations, favorite restaurants, salon she likes to go to, corner store she goes to, everything. Car, license plate number, all that shit. And I don't remember because I was losing interest. Yeah. Somehow Chaka finds out about this. Yeah, the interview gave it away because they aired on TV. So they, I mean, it was right yeah, after, yeah, yeah, yeah. What happened is, yeah. you're right. The interview goes on TV right after Walker Texas Ranger. And, so everybody was watching, and it was they 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 blurred it so you couldn't tell it was Tara, but Chaka <laughs> could because he knows exactly the same. He goes to the same spot that that she, Tara goes to. So I mean, I she, know it's her. She was mentioning the drug deal that happened the other day at the cemetery during right. daylight. And so he shows up at the news place and kidnaps Helen. And yeah. like, you're going to tell me where Tara is. Great plan. 
So and it works because Helen leads Chaka to Tara. Yeah, that was weird. I thought that she was going to play it cooler than that, but she's like, no, it's right over there. Let's go. Fuck Tara. I wouldn't risk my life. Let's go. She starts up like her little secret camera and everything. She's just all in it for the story. Well, that's happening. Piper shows up right after the kidnapping. He's like, hey, where's Helen at? I don't know. I saw her go out with this guy with a medallion look like Tommy Dreamer. Yeah, cool shades. He's like, did he answer to the name Chaka? He's like, you know what he did. We were talking about Shaka Khan, and he kept confusing us for talking about him. And so he's like, "Oh, I know." And then somehow the guy knows where Tara is too. He's like, "Oh yeah, she told everybody where Tara is. <laughs> She's here." And so Piper makes a beeline there, but not in time because Chaka killed the boyfriend. Cause the boyfriend's like, "You're not taking Tara." Yeah. For some reason I love her. I'm the only person who gets this idiot. And he's like, "Well, you're gonna die for that." And he's like, we're going to take you. So he grabs Helen and Tara. We're going to take you to the boat. The boat. Our old friend, Yacht Rock Sean. <laughs> like, we're starting to really uncover some facts about Yacht Rock Sean because this is definitely one of his pals. And somehow Billy and Piper find the boat, too. I don't fucking remember how. Well, they had uh, information that they gathered through means of probably kicking I and think, punching. You know what happened was they probably <laughs> went to Tara's or boyfriend's place, and then the nine powers of the ninja kicked in, and like Billy, like tracked it by smell. He's like he just followed that, him. You see, that makes sense. He has like maybe Piper keeps talking to him, and he's like, "No, give me silence, real quick." Does quick meditation, middle of the room, quiet, couple candles lit. Starts doing the fucking American Ninja 2 yeah, shit, hand just symbols. hand symbols. And then he's just like, they're at the boat. What? The boat? Yeah, the boat. The boat. I'll take you there. And he does. And they so they have a nice little scene where they climb up the rope. Because it's like a big-ass like cruise liner. Yeah. And they climb up the rope that's like holding it and mooring it. And they just start silently shokazugoing it. Just going around snapping necks. <laughs> Did you also notice? I think I was the only person who noticed this. <laughs> oh, Everybody wow. had like a, a wristband on. Like Piper yeah. had a leather one. Yes. And like Billy had like a like a bandana yeah. on his arm. It was always on their left wrist. I, I did. That was some weird art direction going on. I, I, I only noticed those two, but I noticed those two for sure. Yeah. Well, Elf Tara did too. Tara, so. You see, I didn't notice that one. Yeah. See. Well, I was kind of annoyed by her character. I mean, <laughs> going around yelling she about how vaccines are giving people autism. So they're killing people. Piper kills a guy with a gun, and he's just like, "Here." He hands he hands Billy a, a, a revolver. A revolver. And Billy, he just like, "I don't want a six shooter. I want a, a, a sim. I want an automatic." And he's Chrome. like, "Chrome. What are you? Some kind of stub nose?" That's a revolver. Oh, no, he says though. even better. He's like, "Who do I look like? Santa Claus?" <laughs> and he but he relents and he gives him the fucking automatic, and he takes the revolver. And so they're just killing people. And then they're like, you smell that? He's like, of course I do. I got ninja powers. He's like, ninja it, powers. He's like it's ether. They're fucking processing drugs on this fucking thing. Of course they are. And then Billy's like, ding. There's like a light bulb over his head. He's like, I got an idea. So we need a, a distraction. So they pour a whole line of like ether on the ground. They light it. The slowest fucking lighting of ether in the world history of the world. It just hey, we got to make this movie an hour thirty. <laughs> Slowly, dun, 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 three dun, minutes. Dun, 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 dun. It's like the fucking uh, Bryce is right thing. The only thing. Yo, lady, yo, lady, yo, lady. Oh, I love that thing. And then just when it's about to, it's about to hit the canister. A fresh white Reebok just goes boom right and snuffs the fucking. Uh, flame what? out! It's our ba- our man, the giant. He's back. He's back. 
So he Pi- would look real good in fresh Piper's clothes. like, I've already fought a giant at WrestleMania. <laughs> you take care of this one. I'm going to get Helen. So Billy's like, I got this. And he does. He just fucking just starts. <laughs> I'm going to go under siege and uh, start working on Piper's pit set so I can do an interview with this guy, crack a coconut over his head. So he's doing like fucking drop kicks on this giant. And then the giant, this, this was like the worst scene. The giant grabs a canister of ether over his head like Donkey Kong. Like He's going to throw yeah. it at Billy. There's still that little trail of ether. Of Billy pulls out his Zippo. Like five times he tries to get a light. The, the guy is not fucking, the giant is not computing. Like he's, he's like telegraphing it so much. I'm going to light this on fire and set you on fire. Hey, man, he's part ogre. So. He's just so into wanting to throw this barrel. He yeah. doesn't give a shit. He's so really Billy, sulking in the moment. Billy lights the fucking ether again. It slowly goes up to the guy, and the guy walks into the flame. Yeah. He doesn't even run away from it. No. He walks in it, blows up. This, yeah. this one fucking drum of ether, huge goddamn explosion. That's what you get for trying to be fucking cool. It rocks the boat. It's so explosive. Yeah. It's got everybody freaking out. This time, Piper was kidnapped along with his, uh, you know, Helen and Tara. They were all, like, in the captain's chambers. Right. They had Kaja Piper there. Piper gets captured. There. They had Shaka there. Who the fuck is Kaja? I keep saying Kaja. Kasajian. Yeah, he's there, and he's got. It. He's telling his plan like as all villains do. And they got Piper like duct taped to a chair. They're beating the shit. Chaka's just beating his ass. Like, that's for putting my balls on fire. Yeah. And and Piper is fucking actually emoting. He's actually doing what an actor should do. He's like dribbling up drama. Again, really good actor. Unlike Billy Blanks, who's like, no, I never lose. I never Hi-ya! even get hit. And Billy, so, you're gonna lose in this fight. He's like, he probably wrote in like Piper has to take all the punches for me. Yeah, probably. So that's why he was getting hit more. And then in Piper's like, I don't even know why. Why are they keeping Piper alive? Like, why are they keeping anyone alive? No idea. They're drug dealers. Fucking throw. I, your- I guess they wanted to lure Billy, and so they could just finally get rid of Billy and get him out of their life. Maybe. But still, at this time, everybody's there. Start killing people. You but don't they need don't. to keep Helen and fucking uh, Frank around. To get to Billy. And so he's like, all right, Piper, you're not going to tell me something because I don't know what Piper needs to tell him. But he decides he's going to he pulls out his acupuncture needles and he's going to stab her in the eye. He's like, that'll get you to talk. Yeah. And then Helen just busts out, starts kicking Kasajian's ass. She starts doing some karate kicks. Yeah, and- that explosion happens. It rocks everything. And then Helen takes advantage of the situation. Oh, Helen breaks loose. Oh. You don't even have to pay for that one. And she starts kicking ass. And wow. then I think... Wow. They decide to, like, free Piper for some reason. Well, this time, I'm, like, totally spaced out at this time, guys. Like, I'm on autopilot. Dude, and so... It's a terrible <laughs> I'm, like, watching the counter. I'm, like, the, the counter on the, the YouTube thing. Because this is on YouTube, by the way, I, if you want to watch it. I'm doing the same thing. Like, I'm looking up, and suddenly, fucking Billy's got two Uzis. Yeah. And, and he's, he's shooting them with his eyes closed. With the most accuracy ever. Like... A, eyes closed, B, Uzi, and yet he's hitting people square in the head, and they're all holding hostages. And it's like, what? <laughs> yeah. It was, and then he gives his sister the fucking weak-ass six-shooter she, he doesn't want. She starts fucking hitting people like 100 yards away. I guess it's, it's it's Because it's, it's in the family, man. It's in it's their blood. In the they can just murder like that. And so Everyone's kicking ass, but Piper! <laughs> well... 
Piper finally gets kind of his moment because he, him and Shaka are having their final showdown. Yeah, Shaka frees him for some reason. Yeah. It just uh, fight him honorably, I guess. I don't know. And uh, I guess Piper finally just whips his ass. He pulls a knife. Shaka pulls a knife on Piper. Piper just headbutts him, takes the knife from him, and is holding it at his throat. <laughs> yeah, this was probably the best part for me. And he's just like, you can't kill me, man. You can't kill me, pig. You got you got to read me my rights. <laughs> this is probably the best fucking line through the whole goddamn movie. You have the right to remain silent forever. And he just fucking stabs. He stabbed him or cut his throat. I don't even remember. He stabbed him. Okay, stabbed. And him. he got his eyes got big, and then uh, Shaka's eyes got big, and then he faded to death. So somehow, because Tara's an idiot, she gets captured again by Kasajian. Kasajian's got her. He got a gun to her head. Oh, my God. This is the most brilliant move Billy comes up with. He probably learned this in Special Forces training. Yep. He's got. He's like, drop your gun. He's like, all right. Billy throws the gun in the air. Of course, if someone throws a gun in the air, you have to look. Yeah, I love the close-up <laughs> of Kasajian, though, because he's just like, huh? He looks up. His mouth goes just complete O-face. Eyes huge. He's just like, yes, I'm going to catch this gun. And of course, Billy slowly pulls another gun out of the, his pants. Did this man not see his Uzi accuracy a minute ago? No. And he shoots him, kills him instantly. And then the yeah. guy falls off the side of the boat, dead. So Tara, Billy, Frank, Helen, they all come together. They all have a good laugh. They're like, we could go get a glass of wine or we could all split parts here. And Or we could have an orgy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> everyone's like we're brother and sister that's kind of weird he's like oh sorry i forgot but billy's like i guess you got a lot of mess to clean up don't you huh yeah because he's a fucking crazy vigilante he isn't he isn't worried about the paperwork yeah and then piper's like yeah but i'm gonna i'm gonna blame it all on you and billy for a minute is like what the fuck and he's like Get out of here. I'm giving you a head start. <laughs> go. And then they go, <laughs> and it freeze frames. And then close Freeze the frame. High five. That's it. Wow. That's it, people. Wow. You don't need to watch this one. Don't. Watch the zoo bad thought, If you thought this episode was bad, the movie's ten times worse. Okay? And I think this we did all we could to make this It's unfortunate because I was really excited for it. I'm sorry. I want to apologize because I really wanted, because it's Road to WrestleMania. I wanted, I didn't. I didn't want to do They Live because it's been done. I want to do something. Well, they Live is also a fucking awesome yes, movie. Yes, that would be hard because we like to like talk about the silliness of Everyone's these Everyone's jerked off that movie, and for good reason, but we didn't need to. Right. I wish I could have found a better one, but like we went into it blind. We were like, come on, there's guys with Zubas and mullets. This has to be I good. I know. When you see that scene, you're like, their surrounding sandwich must also be good. Yeah, it was a big shit sandwich. It's a it shit sandwich. It's... Piper was good. I'll give him that. His Piper acting was no, good. Piper's awesome. Like I, I've yet to see Piper have a bad performance. He was even in a bunch of Always Sunny in uh, Philadelphia episodes. Okay, it's fucking awesome in that too. Right. Says, I'm, that's one of my biggest regrets. I never got to meet Piper because he was Mike. Our buddy Mike also loves Roddy Piper, our most popular guest, by the way. <laughs> he got to meet him at a Comic Con a few years ago. I was, I was like, I fucked my back up really bad, so I was like, I ain't going. I'll see, I'll see him another time, you know. And oh, then he man. just died like less than a year later. That sucks. So yeah, I mean, it happens. So when you have the opportunity to meet your heroes, people, you got to take it. You know? I don't want this to go on for too long, but I just need to point out 
I fucking hate that Ronda Rousey is stealing Roddy Piper's like image. Well, apparently she got the okay from her his her, his family. She's a big fan of his. I agree with you. She needs to get her own identity. Yeah. I, it was cool at the beginning. Like I was cool with it in the beginning, but now you're right. She has to get her own thing. Like I was bothered with her coming into the WWE and immediately just being like, "Well, you're the best." She came in as a face. She came in as a good guy. But everybody else who worked in wrestling their whole careers was yeah. immediately trounced by her. Yeah, but you got to understand, it's about name recognition. And, like, she's basically, and this is the way I think, I believe she should have been used. She's a female Brock Lesnar. Yeah. And Brock Lesnar didn't earn shit either. He just he immediately, when he came in, because he had the look. And I don't know what it was. I don't find him interesting at all. But he, people love fucking Brock Lesnar for some yeah. reason. They loved him in the UFC. He sucked in the UFC. He was not good. He beat yeah. like an elderly man for the belt. <laughs> and so, yeah, that's it's just. I, I will say this though, you're right. I agree with you on principle. Like she should have earned it. But at the end of the day, there wouldn't be a women's match main eventing WrestleMania if Ronda Rousey wasn't involved. There just wouldn't be. Okay, possibly. No, I don't. It wouldn't no. happen. And I'm not saying the girls. Both Flair's daughter, Charlotte, and Becky Lynch are great. I think they're one of some of the best like women yeah. wrestlers right now. They're better than Ronda. But it's all about that name recognition. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give you that one. I, I hate the fact that she was given the belt, that she's stealing the imagery of, uh, of Piper. I don't care whose permission she got. That's just fucking shitty premise. When wrestling was your Roddy Piper's, where it was like, these people had to live and breathe their character, and she's just gonna piggyback on it. And no, that, I think she was she was honoring him. I don't think she had to do that. I agree with you. She needs to get her. I'm not. I'm not WWE agree with you. shouldn't have let her do it. Well, I think they wanted her. They probably she, could have been involved with it too. Well, they, I, don't, I think she can do whatever she wants. She, that's why people are probably pissed at her because she can do whatever she wants. Probably, but should, she should have so, been given the Brock Lesnar. Treatment. I mean, I know for a fact that Piper was like cool with her, and it's kind of sad that he died because I think if he had been alive, I think he'd be working with her and working on her mic skills, which are her weakest fucking aspect. If he was around and he like managed her and talked for her, well, they I don't do have... managers anymore. That's the problem. Brock Lesnar as a manager, but that's that's what I said when she came in. What well, this is. I'll, all you wrestling fans, I will solve the Ronda Rousey conundrum for you. No, you won't. Yes, I will. Because what they should have done, and I said this, and Michael backed me up. Ooh. When she, what they should have done, and they're kind of quasi doing it with this bullshit social media shit. I'm, I'm sorry if I'm boring the non-wrestling people. You can turn the episode off right now. Yeah, but. we're done. The next episode <laughs> is no holds barred. Yeah. We're continuing. Yes. So... She should, because she's a UFC guy, and even though Brock was a wrestler first, he was basically known as a UFC guy. They should have done like they did with the NWO, where they created a UFC faction. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And now there are a couple other guys. A guy named Josh Barnett, who also is a wrestler. He's a, he was. He, I think he was one of the first UFC champions. He's a wrestling fan. He wrestles in Jap- Japan every once in a while. They should have brought him in, and they should have brought Chael Sonnen, who's a guy who's really good at talking shit. He's not... He was He was a mediocre fighter, but he's real... And that, he, he got... He talked his way into a lot of, like, big-name fights because he can talk. That's good. I would have had those four... And that's it. I wouldn't have any more... Because what killed the NWO was having 50 million people in it. Yes. So I would have kept it like that. She would have been the female Brock. She, she wouldn't have talked. They'd have that Paul Heyman guy be her like mouthpiece. Yes. 
She would be like just a, a monster that would just destroy people. Agreed. And you could have set that up, and like the whole the whole rap would be, look, you guys are sports entertainers. We're fighters. But what you do is you you have them be like they're acting like they're on the moral high ground, because yes. they're just, but they cheat all the time, and I, that would have been amazing. I. You know what? I'm sorry. I immediately dogged you there and said, no, you don't. No, that would have been a fucking way cooler introduction. But they decided to make her a face immediately. Because, because they, they invested so much money in her. They and Who knows? Maybe she wanted because it, she's actually – I mean, Bronda's biggest problem as a fighter, she's a mentally weak person. So <laughs> yeah. she's, I, I, well, Is from that what, why her, she's having the Twitter Yes, outburst? from what I'm hearing is – She's really upset. Like she's taking it seriously. Like she's upset. People are bullying her. I would love that. I would always want to be a villain. Dude, I don't know why anyone would want to be a baby that's face. The wrestling world. If you're a wrestling fan, you should be excited by that to get a rise out of people. That's what wrestling's about. Right. It's and it's theater. She was always a heel in the UFC. She always talked shit. She was always a bad sore loser and a sore winner. I don't know why they didn't run with that. I don't. But they fucked up. I so. Rhonda, Rhonda, if you need advice, I'm available. Murray is willing to be your manager. He's willing to do the talking for you. He'd do a great job. I would. I'd be there as Hot Dog Phil. Hydrophil. <laughs> I can't even remember. <laughs> Such a great character, even you don't remember. I fuck him. Oh, so yeah, so boy. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you I'm gonna give you a more hyped up announcement for next week. Yes, next week's episode. We're, we're promised this is gonna be great. And oh I, no, this, this is one of my favorite. Even though movies. this was the movie that made me stop watch wrestling, but this movie I've only seen half of this movie and I love it. I'm I've looking forward to seeing the other half. We can't do a fucking road to WrestleMania without the man who was responsible for WrestleMania, the Hulkster himself, yeah. Terry Belia, Hulk Hogan, the man. What you gonna do, brother, when Hulkamania runs wild on you, brother? Murray, can you do uh, Bubba the Love Sponge expression? No, I don't know. Okay, he won't be on the show next week then. <laughs> so, basically, guys, <laughs> next week, you need to train, say your prayers, eat your vitamins, and listen to the Golden Globus Theater episode of No Sparred, Brother. <laughs> Keep it warm. Bye-bye.